0: Walking in Memphis, but do I really feel the way I feel? This is I'm Matt Lottner coming to you live on a Monday evening from Adel, Iowa. Breaking from our pattern of some historical review over the last few podcasts. Tonight, we are going to be talking about the future or the present. The present, all the kids are right up with this app, this social media app called TikTok. I've identified two of the industry's leading young youth in terms of content that's fun to watch and informational to watch. And those two individuals are Shayla Santic from Ohio and a Will Meadows from Alabama. And by golly, today we are joined by Will Meadows from Alabama, who has a really good story to tell on top of his TikTok career. He's getting paid to do TikTok. How about that kid? Will has a 58,000-person social media following on TikTok, with over 1.8 million likes on his videos. And most recently, he's done a lot of videos since OKC, but uh, most recently, his most recent viral video is 121,000 views on the MLC bull display walkthrough that took about 10 seconds or less. Why people would watch that 121,000 times, I'm not real sure. But uh, we're gonna p- we're gonna pick Will's brain, see what his thoughts are on his appeal to a massive audience, as well as his strategy for building that audience. So, Will, introduce yourself. Do you, are you married? Do you have kids? How old are you? <laughs> Tell the world about you.
1: Well, all right. Well, here's the start. I guess you'd say the world about me. No, I'm not married. I do not have any kids. Um, I come from Southeast Alabama, uh, right around Dothan, Alabama. Uh, Ashford is my town. I currently go to school at Auburn University, uh, studying ag communications, and yeah, that's like, that's the rough basis of me. I grew up on a uh, seed stock operation where we had three annual bull sales a year, selling Charlay's, uh Angus, Sim Angus, and uh, Hereford bulls, and we also do some
0: deals with some uh,
1: bred and open heifers too throughout those sales. So,
0: how long have you had your TikTok, and I don't know if you mentioned it. How old are you? I'm 21. So.
1: First and foremost, I have to give all the glory to God uh, for giving me this, this opportunity and, and you know, having the ability and, and being able to wake up another day and, uh, and chase after him. How long I've had my TikTok, about a year and a half or so, I first got on there just to kind of look and see videos and such like that. Then I started seeing different farmers and ranchers post up some stuff and I was like, hey, how hard could this be? I posted a couple of videos of me feeding cows, and a couple of them took off. I guess the rest is history. Kind of just like showing off the ag industry, what the Lord's blessed us with, and telling everybody what I'm doing from day to day.
0: If you've had it for a year, year and a half, I mean, I know that uh, during OKC, you're following those around 52 or 3,000, so you've been up five or 6,000 since then. And I am, as I tell Jason Colehouse from Algona, Iowa, I'm a student of the marketing game, uh, and I do like to try and stay on top of these trending uh new apps and stuff and I'll probably never uh, reach the fame and the stardom that you got there on TikTok cuz I do more more a different type of marketing a uh, visual just trying to show pictures and whatnot. I I don't I think I have a face for radio and that's why we're on a podcast <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean you put your you put your ugly mug excuse me I mean your your beautiful mug let's say you put your mug on the uh channel and I mean what is your strategy in terms of uh What was your first viral video that got you a little bit of following? At what point did you start getting paid by TikTok? Now that you're in the habit of doing it, like, what do you think your followers like the most or what uh, seems to get you the most feedback?
1: Awesome. Those are some good questions. I think for me, I started out just taking videos, of kind of day-to-day things. Uh, My feed truck is probably my favorite thing to take videos of. Just going out there and feeding cows. At first, I was just explaining a little bit. I was probably putting some music to it. And then I started to kind of spice it up and kind of explain it a little more. Hey, folks, this is what I do. Um, this is kind of our day-to-day thing down here in South Alabama. And then I started, I had an accident when I was 14, and I started explaining more about my love for God and, and things like that in, in that nature per se. And and that's kind of what really I like to do um, is, is talk about my faith and talk about God. Uh, about, uh, about the good Lord. Kinda of from there I just I piddle around with it. I see what's kinda of the trending things to do. If there's some music that's appropriate, I'll use it. If not, I won't. A couple videos here and there will will jump up and others not. And in terms of what my followers like, it's hard to say. It all depends on the day, depends on the week. Like my pine saw video I guess you would say. They kinda of like because it was different than the norm to mm-hmm. use I guess a house cleaning product to keep bulls away from each other, so
0: <laughs> I don't think that I've seen that one yet, but I'll have to check it out. <laughs> yeah, go
1: give that one a watch. It's kinda it's kinda interesting.
0: Always looking for ways. But uh anyhow, um yeah, that's a that's a truly unique story and I do want to get into your accident because you and me visited the other day and I was once your age and I wasn't co- I mean I just was a young punk whenever I was 18, 20, 21 years old. Uh, Took a little bit of life experiences to bring me back in order, and uh, you sharing your story could affect people in a positive way. So maybe that would be the best way to go, is to, to share that story about the accident that you had and how it kind of changed things for you. Of
1: course, of course. So when I was 14, I got into a car accident. I was hit by a truck. I've had a total of four brain surgeries and months on end of, different kind of therapies and such like that. When I mean therapies, I was 14, learning how to walk, talk, and eat again. Now, before this accident, my life was all about me. It was all about Will. I was very talented at football, and that was my drive. That's what got me up in the mornings to go. And that was my love for life was football. And I took all the fame and all the glory for my glory. And... I gave I gave none of that to God. Now I did go to church. I've always gone to church every Sunday. I get the opportunity to I go. I was raised in a church, born born and raised in a church. Per se, I didn't live that Christian lifestyle, taking all that glory for me. Throughout my accident, throughout those several years of different surgeries, of different you know therapies that got me stronger and closer uh, to the Lord and stronger in my faith. Before, I didn't have a voice to talk about the Lord. I was afraid I was going to get looked at differently, disowned by some of my friends for for bringing that up in the football locker room. Now it's like I can't not stop talking about him. It's that that drive to want to know more about our good, good father and, and share all that we can about him. That accident, was it tough? Yes. Was it aggravating at times? Yes. Did I get a lot of things like, my ability to play football taken away from me, yes. Yeah. But what did I get back? I got back a voice that I'm forever grateful for that the Lord gave me to speak about his love, his truth, and his grace that he gives us.
0: So uh, as time goes on, we all have struggles one way or another, different different forms and different types for each person. You know, that we talk about John Maples, and uh, he's an amazing human. And sometimes he comes at me with negative criticism. I always will receive John's John's advice and uh, I want more of it because I think he's got a few years on me and uh, I I do value his opinion. Since you and me both know him, uh, I'll use him as an example. But uh, whenever someone comes at you with a negative, how do you turn it around and turn it into a positive?
1: I would say for me in terms of, you know, and and I've had this throughout my time, uh, throughout my accident, get looked at different and things like that. And and yeah, that's true. For me, be a light is, is the best answer I have to be. Be a light when you get things thrown your way. Show God's grace when you when you get something that you know really dives deep in, into your feelings, into your emotions. Give grace, show love, uh, because that's what God calls us to do. That's what Jesus did when. You know, everyone was was looking down on him when he was toting that cross uh, up on the hill, and he still gave grace and he still gave love.
0: Speaking briefly about, uh, you live in the SEC conference area, and you talked <laughs> about uh, giving all your efforts towards succeeding in football and not living the right way. Can you just let all the right. audience that lives outside of the uh, southeastern United States know? how important football is whether that be high school, college or pro it's just it's on another level isn't it? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Okay, so I guess the best way to explain that is I did two years of uh school in uh Fort Scott Community College in Fort Scott, Kansas where I went out there to livestock judge. Had a wonderful opportunity to meet kids all across the country uh on my team and on others. And what was really interesting was Kids out, you know, far west, they were like, who's your favorite NFL team? <laughs> well, we're like, what are you talking about? Down here, it's it's college football. Folks, I will say this. SEC football is the best in the country. And hands down, that's the hardest-hitting, like, Bulldogs of the South is what you'd say. Now, I'm an Auburn Tiger fan. I know a lot of folks really like to roll with the tide, especially here in Alabama. Um, that's just what I grew up with, was, was the Auburn Tigers, and that's kind of what led me pr- to pursue
0: Auburn University. Two, Sundays uh, are for football. church, and Saturdays are for college football in the South, four, four.
1: My dad, so on our fall sales, uh, one's in October in, in Arcadia, Florida, and the other one is in uh, December in uh, Lita Hatchie, Alabama. And the way that he does that during the fall is he puts the sale on a Friday, so that way folks can be off on Saturday, so that way they can watch college football
0: especially because that time of year, it's starting to get tougher games and such. That's awesome. I mean, uh, just acknowledging facts here for any college football fans, I know that uh, we have some listeners from the Algona, Iowa area, Merle Dodds in particular. His sister is Max Duggan's mother. I mean, it was 63-7 to or whatever the score was. So uh, in the year 2023, even though I'm a huge, huge, huge Merle Dodds fan, and Merle made me become a Max Duggan fan, And that was quite the ride through their Big 12 championship game, national semifinal, and then, of course, the letdown at the end. But uh, still an amazing season for Max and his family, including Merle. As always, the SEC is tougher than nails, and you better bring your lunch pail because that was an amazing, amazing beatdown. And uh, still, uh, guys got to acknowledge that national semifinals in both games, amazing football. Wish we could have got a little bit more of a – uh, not a one-sided game there in the championship, but just just an awesome college football season dominated by those SEC teams, for sure.
1: I will completely agree with you. Max Duggan, his story, his growing up, was really kind of cool to watch in the previews before the game. I became a huge Max Duggan fan just by the way he he, he goes throughout his walk in life, his walk with Christ, and,
0: and how he does things. I thought that was really kind of neat. So I know that uh, if I forget to ask this question uh people are gonna tell me i should ask it how much money are you making on this tiktok deal and uh have you entered a new tax bracket because of it
1: no i i it's just honestly it's more of like a token i guess of appreciation is that kind of deal
0: you're not living off of it yet
1: absolutely not i don't really plan to live off of it Honestly, I'm just having fun with it. I enjoy and and showing kind of what I'm doing, uh, the Lord, what he's blessed us with. I'd love to talk about that and, uh, I'll get on there and show some steers and show some bulls on there from time to time. So
0: going forward outside of TikTok, what is the five to 10 year plan for Will Meadows?
1: And that's a hard one to answer, especially because I get asked that one quite a bit. I, I honestly do not know. I still have yet to kind of figure that out and get a game plan. I have a tug on me from if I want to come back to the farm, if I want to go have a job outside of that. There's one thing that kind of holds me back too is I don't really like to sit at a desk. <laughs> I'm one of those that likes to roam, and I like to get out and meet and greet with folks. So mm-hmm. if anybody's listening has any job offers for an ag communications major, I would love to kind of hear that.
0: Yeah, I, I, I would I would relate to that well because um, I'm to be 41 next month and i'm sure that it's a cliche a lot of people say it but it's it's as honest as it is for me i still don't know what i want to do and i'm 41 years old i've been messing around with these show cattle for the last uh 20 20 something years since i got out of high school so anyways uh, i wouldn't worry about it too much you're a sharp young man you got a good head on your shoulders and with uh with your uh religious and spiritual uh guide pushing you forward I guess uh, I'm sure that you're gonna. It's all going to turn out well for you. Let's give John Maples a little shout out. Can you uh, have you been to John's? Is, he, is his cap crop as great as ever? Tell me about that Monopoly cow that keeps hitting home runs with In God We Trust. I think there's a dominant steer in the Texas market right now, out of uh, John's. Absolutely. Crop. Can you give him a little shout out?
1: Absolutely. So I actually worked there for John. Uh, you know, when I get off at school and stuff like that there at Auburn, I, I do drive up to Waverly and love he and his family quite a bit. They have been very, very kind to me over the years. His cap crop this year is second to none. It's it's one you'd really want to come and pick through and choose. Something truly for everybody. And the reason I say that is there's a lot, a lot of good ones out there, but a whole lot of differences too. Uh, a lot of these he has is kind of reset tech, Texas market. But still, you know, some that can go all over the country, come out and see them. Uh, we'd love to have you anytime.
0: John is uh, a fan of club calves, and
1: uh, <laughs> I could not agree more with that statement.
0: He does not want uh, any uh, cleaner bulls, stuff that might be able to be useful in the show heifer ring and the and the show steer ring. He wants them 100% true blue club calf, throwing them th jeans Wrong! Every time. That's, that's the type of bull that John likes. Uh, and it's been very fruitful for him. He's a dominant force in his market. And like you mentioned, he's been sending some really, really high-quality stuff back to Texas these last few years as well.
1: And and I think to kind of tie on to that, uh, being out there with him from day to day, I grew up in more of a seed, seed stock market. And when I was judging at Fort Scott, talking with him and getting those kind of those steer jock terms, I guess you would say, kind of, you know, the no chest and them, you know, the real squishy hind leg. Those are really, really cool to kind of pick and choose with him, just walking out there and working calves with him. And for me, he's truly mastered that good club calf uh, from what I've seen. Gives enough of, the, of that real wolfy steer, but still has those great sound feet and legs that I like. Uh, coming from a a breeder background, okay. I guess you'd say.
0: He's doing it the right way down there in
1: Alabama, and I
0: encourage everyone to, I don't know if John's doing a live auction this year if he's selling private, which, which one is it?
1: He's doing more of a private treaty deal uh, ever since kind of that COVID year kind of impacted a lot of us.
0: I encourage everyone to give John's uh, spring offering a look here shortly, and uh, obviously encourage people to uh, get on the TikTok if they're not already on there and become one of the 58,000 strong that uh oh, follow you Will Meadows <laughs> and uh darn sure look forward to uh watching you this spring as I get on the road all day. Whenever you're up at five thirty six and you go to bed at 10, there's a lot of hours in the road. I just need to see some TikTok entertainment from time to time and I'm gonna be tuning into the Will Meadows channel and uh can't wait to uh let people hear your message and uh the very, very Strong reasoning behind your message. And uh I thank you for joining me this evening. And give uh give your family my best and John Maple my best. And we'll done on your set then, okay? Absolutely. Thank you, Will. Talk to you soon. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. Okay, moving like the mafia, but I'm no Michael Corleone. Still to knock my brother off, he ever tried and do me wrong. Because I gave my all to you. I gave my heart to you. I invested time, loyalty, and showed my flaws to you I tried to go to sleep, but I just stood by the door. Misses over, succumbing, free me.